look at me, Felicia. Put down the gun. You're a journalist, not a murderer. We can't just let some inhuman freak hide in our mist after what we've seen. If she wanted to kill us, she already would have. Right? Wouldn't make sense for her to go after Pemmel with the rest of us around. This is getting ridiculous. All this over something you think you heard, and... And besides, I didn't even cut myself that deep. Quiet! As they stared each other down, the adrenaline coursed through Felicia's veins, causing her arm to tremble under the weight. Noticing this, Elizabeth lunged forward. With one hand, she grabbed the gun, forcing it and Felicia's hands up into the air as she delivered a kick squared in her gut. In an instant, both Felicia and the gun landed on the floor. Carmine retrieved his weapon as Elizabeth planted her foot on Felicia's throat. What the hell's gotten into you? I'm trying to protect us. By threatening murder? Can you even kill something that doesn't bleed? She's barely human. Somewhere in Elizabeth's brain, a switch flipped, blurring her vision as a torrent of memories unleashed themselves. I've done enough to defend you! You're the one that's been all right! You're not deep human, not anymore. I guess it doesn't matter what I do next. As the memory faded, Elizabeth stumbled back, a thick haze over her eyes. When her vision returned, Carmen and Vaughn nervously surrounded her. Felicia grimaced from her place on the floor. Good lord, woman! Can you just go one hour without having an episode? Sorry, I, I think I remembered something. What did you see? Something to do with the city? No, this was different. Different? I was fighting with someone. So it's just useless personal junk? Ugh, way to get my hopes up. I don't remember asking for your opinion. Though if I'm ever looking for a garish outfit to wipe my ass with, I'll be sure to run the question by you. Okay, I think that's about enough out of all of you. Vaughn went to speak again, only for Carmine to hold up his finger to stop him. You don't need to get the last word, Vaughn. Drop it. Vaughn tightened his lips in dissatisfaction. We're not going to resort to petty fighting, and we're certainly not going to kill each other. Elizabeth may be strange. But she saved our lives once already, and I think that warrants our trust. Thank you. That being said, there is a ton of shady shit going on that I can't even begin to wrap my head around. What I do know for sure is that the longer we spend fighting, the more people will die. People are gonna die anyway. You saw what killed your officer. Shooting did nothing but scare it off. <laughs> I mean, that's a win in my book. It's far too strategic with its attacks to be working on its own. How is murdering my staff strategic? It's not the murders, it's where they were committed. <gasps> the broadcast! It had to kill the staff to get access to the radio equipment. Precisely. Meaning whatever this thing is, it has something much bigger planned than a few murders. And the wellness center is smack dab in the middle of it. You two have worked with these people. What are they like? Well, a little weird, sure, but that's about it. We kind of kept our distance, took the money and played the real, nothing more. Kind of easy to overlook things with dollar signs in your eyes, huh? What? You didn't see what they were offering. We're talking an unbelievable amount of money. So it's fair to assume they've got unlimited resources. I think the gun-toting guards made that pretty clear. Now, that's another issue on its own. You think they'd openly fight back like that? I just watched my officer get disemboweled by sentient tentacles. I'm not writing off a single thing. Fair enough. Can we count on the other officers? 
As weird as this all is, I think they'll believe me. But smaller numbers might work to our advantage. They may know we're suspicious, but I doubt four people are much of a concern for them. And if we start recruiting without a plan, they'll catch on fast. It sounds like more than anything, we need information. Perhaps some good old-fashioned field work. A direct approach is out of the question. They'll be on our asses if we so much as go near the wellness center. Oh, I don't think that'll be an issue. What do you mean? I mean, you saw how many people flocked to the center. I'm sure at least one of them would be open to an interview. Fantastic idea! We shall go door to door! Let's head out then. I know a few people who might be open to talking. As Carmine and Vaughn exited the room, Elizabeth lingered back with Felicia, a single hand outstretched. What's this? Are we good? Felicia hesitated, tried, and failed to bring herself to complete the handshake. Look, let's just figure this out. We can talk after. Sure. This probably won't take all afternoon. Hello, dear listener. If you could spare a moment of your time, we would like to talk about... It would, in fact, take all afternoon. Hello, I'm Sheriff Messel. Do you have a moment to talk about the Wellness Center? Am I in some kind of trouble? No, we just... We want to talk. What about? Jesus? Don't know him. This has been a total bust. It's like people don't even want to talk to me. I can't imagine why. It's a complete shift in public opinion. Uh, could it be some kind of brainwashing? That's ridiculous. I think it's more likely that these people are just tight-lipped. Well, they haven't been so closed off to me since my show made it big. <laughs> I guess old habits die hard. Fun bunch. The block parties must be insane. I think we should keep going. Someone's bound to crack, especially if they recognize Vaughn. Nobody wants to get accosted in their homes. Doesn't matter who's knocking. We should also be careful not to ask too many people. Did anyone hear that? Uh, sorry, I spaced out. Up here. From an upstairs window, a young woman poked her head out. She eyed the surroundings anxiously between calls. Upstairs, quickly. The group eyed each other curiously before moving to the stairs. As they approached the door to the young woman's house, it cracked open slightly. You're asking about the wellness center, right? What's it to you? Yes! Yes, we are! Please ignore him! Come inside. Oh, about time we found a lead. The smell of decay hit the group as they funneled into the room. <clears throat> oh, it smells like death in here. The young woman looked embarrassed as they proceeded into the main room, where a bedridden old woman sat at the edge of her life. Carmen and Vaughn spotted the woman, and their eyes widened. Julia? It can't be. You know this woman? She's an old classmate of ours. Lord, how long ago was that? Ah, I think maybe as far back as second year. You must be Vanny, right? I heard she had a daughter. Yes, that's me. I had no idea you knew my mother. <laughs> Small world. I'm Carmine. The sheriff. She talked about you a bunch. Is everything alright with your mother? She seems... unresponsive. That's why I called you all. I'm afraid the wellness center is killing her. What do you mean? I... I don't know. All I know is, a week ago she was in perfect health. But after visiting that damned building, her health has been declining. 
Every session leaves her weaker and weaker, yet she refuses to stop going. Tell us everything. But take your time. Why did your mother visit the wellness center in the first place? Some radio show recommended it. I warned her against it, but she seemed pretty convinced it was safe. Vaughn's eyes widened. You said you knew her too. What's your name? She looked at Vaughn expectantly. Oh, um... Can you tell us more about the wellness center? Did she say anything about what it was like inside? Nothing. Never liked to talk about her treatments, at least not until recently. What's she been saying recently? She would insist that I join her for her appointments. And you refused? That place gave me the worst feeling from the beginning. So needless to say, you're not going back? I wish that were the case. The last time she left, she was like this. The center loaned me a machine they said would keep her alive, but they told me the machine would need maintenance in two days. They want her back in for another appointment tomorrow. Planned obsolescence. Like my damn coffee maker. Would it be alright if I tried talking with her? Of course. Carmine walked up to her bedside, followed sheepishly by Vaughn. Hey, Julia. It's Carmine. Her crusted eyelids forced themselves open to look at Carmine. The faintest of smiles stretched across her face. There you are. Remember us? Carmine? Vaughn? In the flesh! How have you been? Lord, I, I haven't seen you since school. I've been better, as you can probably tell. Oh yeah, definitely. Carmine elbowed Vaughn in the gut as Julia let out a wheezing laugh. <laughs> At each other's throats still. Never quite stopped, I'm afraid. What brings you two here? We've heard you've been going to the wellness center. Immediately her face brightened. Oh my... Loveliest bunch of women. All of them are so beautiful. Though I can't quite tell them apart to save my life. <laughs> Age sure does that to us, doesn't it? I was wondering if you could tell me a bit about what they do. Tell me. Come on. Did you ever ask Vaughn? Please try to stay on the subject. No, 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 wait! Ask me what? I ended up asking George. In the end, those minutes really mattered. I'm sorry about your husband. George was a stand-up guy. We started a family. Did you know that? Have you met Vani? She's such a sweetheart. Almost as sweet as the ladies at the Santa. Oh, I'm sure they're wonderful. But if we could circle back to what Carmine was going to ask me... Um... Is that you? Ah, so it's like that. What did they do to you? Her malnourished fingers wrapped around his wrist. I think it's a real shame we lost touch. Julia, please, just talk to me. Julia, you can let go. Fuck, that's some grip. Vaughn, Elizabeth! A blood-red film washed Julia's eyes as she looked at Carmine. Mom! Let go of him, you bat! What's happening to you? She's breaking my damn hand! Her eyes darted around the room before landing on Elizabeth. A slow and unnatural smile stretched across her cheeks as she released Carmine. Elizabeth... How do you know her name? 
How could I forget? Let me see you, girl. With the strength of her frail arms alone, she hoisted herself from her bed. As she lowered her feet onto the ground, the sheer weight of her body became too much for her ankles, snapping them a full 90 degrees. Yet despite her mangled feet, there she stood, atop her broken bones. Your legs! Julia's eyes flashed to her daughter. Immediately, her face twisted into that of an innocent old woman. You've given your share, right? You've given? Tell me you've given, child. What are you talking about? You haven't given? No! Mom, you're not making sense! It's okay. It's okay. That's what they told us. Some never give. You're scaring me. We need to leave now. Not yet. We can't leave Vanny. Tell me, child. What happens to those who refuse to give their fair share? Julia, I'm going to need you to get back in your bed. I don't know. Back up now! Vanny, I think it might be time to step away. They lose everything. The intent of Julia's cryptic message became horrifyingly clear as her jaw twisted and stretched, unhinging like a reptile. The further it stretched, the more the skin of her cheeks tore, revealing sinew, muscle, and something else. The top half of her head twisted around, stopping when both sets of her jagged teeth pointed towards the sky. <coughs> Julia hoisted Vanny into the air, impaling her on the staggered rows of teeth, allowing a torrent of blood to rush down its throat. As a thick pool of blood formed around her, further mutations tore her hands from her wrist, allowing webs of veins to lap up all the blood she missed. It stopped, and without ending its feasts, its deformed eyes twisted to view Carmine as he stood with his gun, trained on the monster. He missed. Um, Carmine! I know. Shit! I think you should- I said I know! Something predictably weak stopped him from aiming. For the love of the Lord, give the gun to someone who can actually aim! Vaughn pried the gun from Carmine's clammy hands. Catch! Elizabeth caught it without hesitation. She took aim. A sense of calm and confidence overwhelmed her until she felt desperate hands grip her shirt. Don't kill her, please. There must be something we can do. It hit. She avoided his tearful gaze, instead focusing on the monster ahead of her. I'm so sorry. It hit the ground. Its dying breath sounded terrifyingly human as it craned to view Carmine. Julia. Careful! She's still a monster. As Carmine's guard dropped, the monster struck again, shooting a vein out of her wrist and tore its Carmine. It barely left a scratch before Elizabeth unloaded into it again, killing it for good. Are you a moron, Carmine? Hey, lay off him. He didn't do anything wrong. Yes, he did. You saw that thing and kept your distance. You did the right thing. He had to get close. She was my friend. I'm sorry. She seemed like a nice woman. But the moment she stepped out of that bed was the moment she became something else. And you should have seen that. You can't blame him. 
Carmine said that we needed to stay together and trust each other. That trust can't work if you get yourself killed over your moral mission. Don't lecture me about morals, you fear-mongering hack. <sighs> Elizabeth, what do you think? Elizabeth looked between the group. Carmine stared at the floor, grimacing back tears. I'm sorry, Carmine, but what you did was reckless. He looked up at her with an almost betrayed look. Vaughn and Felicia's eyes widened. Things like that end up killing you and your teammates. And when it's a kill or be killed world, every life on your side matters. You sound like you speak from experience. I don't know, but my gut is telling me that what I did was right and what you did was wrong. Silence deafened the room as everyone took in Elizabeth's words. Carmine rose, his head downturned as he walked towards the door. Where are you going? Out. <sighs> I'm going to talk to him. Let's meet back in my place later. Try to get some sense into him. <sighs> Look, I understand what you two meant. Hell, I agree even, but the man's a sheriff in a small city. He's friends with almost everyone, and even though I've found myself on his bad side a few times, I still believe he has one of the biggest hearts out of anyone. I'm not asking you to change your minds, just to be patient with him. He stepped out of the room, leaving Elizabeth and Felicia alone. God. You're very good. Hmm? It's shooting, I mean. You're good at shooting. Thanks. Um, we're good now. Just so you know. Good. Why did you side with me? I wasn't siding with anyone but myself. Either way, I appreciate it. Look, I heard the way you talked to Vaughn. I don't need some yes-man tricking me into kissing my own ass. I'm not trying to... Fine. Fine. We can't just leave this body here. Considering the amount of gunshots I fired, people will be coming around soon to ask questions. What do you suggest we do? No clue. The two circled the room, looking for places to hide the pair of bodies. Look, before I say this, I want you to know I am not trying to accuse you of anything. I'm just... I'm curious. How did you do that thing with the bullets? Thing? I know what I heard this time. You fired way more than six bullets. I don't know. I pull the trigger and it fires. That's pretty much it. I'm sorry I called you crazy over it when you were just right. It scared me too. <laughs> fascinating. S scary. Scary. But fascinating. Fascinating. Do I scare you? What? No. Just curious. <laughs> Probably the guys. Why don't you go let them in? It's not locked. They can get in. Did you hear that? Both Felicia and Elizabeth froze in place. They each exchanged terrifying gazes as they quietly searched for a place to hide. With any luck, it's the subject. Though it appears to be flatlining. It's unlocked. Just go in. Elizabeth rushed into the nearby pantry, followed swiftly by Felicia. Get your own spot! There's no time. The door closed behind her, leaving just enough room for the two to stand face to face. As the gasp escaped Felicia, Elizabeth instinctively clasped her hand around her mouth, silencing her. Felicia's eyes darted from Elizabeth's hand up to her face, then back down to her hand. 
shame. One of the first true transformations. The next few will be better because of this loss. Cause of death? Numerous gunshot wounds. Hmm. Figures. Should we begin mobilizing the guards after the target? Not yet. First we cripple their forces, then we go for her. One step at a time. What does he intend to do with her once we get her? Only he knows for sure. Though I imagine he'll be eager to dissect her. Inside the pantry, Elizabeth's blood went cold. In her head, a wave of fog lifted, forcing another memory into her head. Elizabeth? Flashes of an operating table bombarded her senses. Her eyes rolled to the back of her head as pain consumed her nerves. Calm down. It's okay. I can't see. I can't fucking see. Shh. Tremors violently shook Elizabeth's body. Thinking on her feet, Felicia grabbed Elizabeth tightly. It's okay. You're okay. You're here. You're not anywhere else. They're cutting me open. No, they're not. Now quiet. Did you salvage as much of it as you could? Yes. Despite the punctures, it's still a sizable amount. Wonderful. The two women burst from the pantry. Elizabeth fell to the ground. Oh, that was too close. Elizabeth went quiet, a sense of serenity overtaking pain. Your memory flashes are getting worse. What was this one about? I don't even want to think about it. It sounded pretty damn painful. That's putting it lightly. Well, for your sake, I hope the next one isn't so bad. Ah, oh, shit! They took the bodies. How did they clean up all the blood? I don't see anything. Did you hear what they said? Something about crippling our forces. Yeah, I heard that too. They're gonna be so disappointed to learn there's only four of us. No, if they said that, it means that they have targets planned out. Who? I don't know. Well, either way, we need to find Vaughn and Carmine. Carmine? Fuck, I think I know who they were talking about. We need to hurry. Carmine, wait up! Leave me alone. Now, now, how many of our problems were solved by me leaving you alone? Wouldn't know. You never did listen. What can I say? It's my character. Oh, trust me, I'm very well aware of your character. Well, then you can understand that I can't just leave you alone right now. We aren't like that anymore. Look, I still care. I never stopped. Why did it have to be her? Of all people, why not someone we didn't know? Now, Carmine. We both know you'd be just as upset either way. We went from the occasional drunken brawl to full-blown murder, and now... Fuck. I can't even describe this. I just... I wasn't ready. I'm still not ready. You're not ready for this? Well, that's kind of embarrassing. Well, that was sarcasm, by the way. I know. I'm actually glad you're not prepared for this. Why? Because you're not just some paranoid, hardened asshole with a gun. I would have never loved you if you were. I never stopped either. What? Caring. I never stopped caring for you either. Vaughn smiled. He held out a hand to Carmine. Look, this is a shitty time. But let's just focus on getting through this all in one piece. 
Carmine grabbed Vaughn's hand. You're right. What the fuck was that? The station. Carmine ran off into the fog towards the explosion. Vaughn hesitated for a moment before rushing in after. As they arrived, they found the building awash in flames. Screams of various police officers shredded Carmine's ears like an unholy chorus. He fell to his knees. No! No! Elizabeth and Felicia stopped a few feet behind them, their eyes wide as a massive crowd formed to watch in awe. We're too late. <laughs> I... I'm so sorry, Carmine. As the fire burned and Sheriff mourned, Elizabeth stared into the flames. As the blaze licked and burned, she could have sworn she saw a figure standing amongst the carnage. A figure with bright orange eyes.